WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Berkshire County of Fitchfield, Massachusetts, at the WTBRFM studios. Really? <laughs> really? This is Hamon. Welcome, everybody, to no, the show. No, no, he didn't do anything to his voice. He just wanted to start it off sounding like Lemmy from Lenny from, from Motorhead. Motorhead. Well, this is we were doing some stuff off of it before we went on the air for it. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Because he decided because he decided to go ahead and do the voice, and I'm like, oh dear God, it's we are the king, the king of kings. <laughs> this is Lemmy, and you're listening to Motorhead on WTBR FM. No, we're not. We're doing him on a WTBR. Uh, you're funny. Good morning from Berkshire County in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yes, good morning, Pittsfield. You okay? He almost had his knees. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right, so we got we got it. Halfway decent show Halfway decent. today. Halfway decent. We're going to talk about how the FCC is. Never mind. I'll be nice about uh, about the thirty five dollar fee that the FCC is going to charge. Now uh, you're going to be nice. Now I'm going to be nice because well, really, I'm on my podcast. I'm on. I'm on the FM side of this. Yes, so yes, yes. Be, be nice. nice. Yes, be nice. And uh, we're going to do talk about. We're going to have a, a little video, of course. We're not going to see the video. We're just going to no. hear the audio no. from, uh, yeah, it's from DMR. Do a yeah, little thing about DMR. We'll start getting into some of this how-to stuff. Yes, and for those wondering, where the heck did my glasses go? No, my eyesight did not get any better. I was just stupid enough to leave my home. Well, um, let me see. Uh, first of all, the people on the radio can't see you. Only the people on PCTV can see you. I was talking you. to the people on PCTV, you dangus. It's going to uh, be one of those mornings. It's going to be one of those mornings. Yes. Well, do your local news. Your local news is very, very interesting. Well, it's a story about something local, but yeah, it's... It, it, because I'm going to start ranting, and that could take the whole hour. So, do <laughs> 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 so, do do your local thing first before I start ranting and raving on air. Uh, English. The Berkshire County Historical Society was uh, featured a house in one of the magazines. In a Berkshire count, Berkshire calendar magazine, and the article that they brought up was about Arrowhead. Arrowhead being the Pittsfield farmhouse they gave birth. Motorhead? No, they gave. We birth. are the king, the king of kings. No, not Motorhead. Arrowhead. Oh. In the Pittsfield farmhouse they gave birth to Moby Dick. 
when I had, uh, he was a new, Herman was a New York transplant. Hello, hi, how you doing? Sorry. Like, like us. Yeah. We're New York transplants. And he was also a, for, he was also a former seaman that traveled the world and had even once, even once jumped ship. And he was the king of kings. No! Oh, that was Triple H. Yes. Time to play the game. And he actually built. That hurt. It's starting to hurt now. We yes, I mean, you might as well stop. Uh, Arthur, Her- Arthur Herman Melville believed he found paradise in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, so, when he purchased his farm in 1850 with a loan from his father-in-law. Okay, so it's, so it's kind of like us because KD2KOW, my wife Darlene, thinks that this is paradise compared yeah. to Albany. So it is paradise <laughs> there, compared there you to Albany. <laughs> Uh, We're in the paradise of Pittsfield. Um, after moving in, after moving in with his wife for three years, Elizabeth. Keep, keep, keep going. Just, the, ra- just keep the writer, going. <laughs> the writer would remain at Aram, at Arrowhead uh, with his growing household for over a decade until he moved back to New York City. In, a, in 1863, why the hell would you want to move back to New York City? Um, but okay. Melville's time at Aram at Arrowhead was exceed was exceedingly profitable, productive, however, for <coughs> for it was there that he penned perhaps the most famous American novel ever written, Moby Dick. So he got inspired. He got inspired, and. He stabbed the D with his last breath. Yes. He got inspired and out popped uh, Moby Dick when he went ahead when he lived now in the I wish I, I wish I had Ricardo uh, Maltabon with the with the, doing that little piece from Star Trek Three. Con. Con. I I would I would I, I don't have that on here. But. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, in there, uh, a short narrative about writing, about writing it, uh, was he felt sort of see, sort of see feeling in the in the uh, countryside, yeah, because yes, Pittsfield was country at that time. Uh, Pittsfield's still country at this time. You uh, see you're the funny. back of our house. Uh, you're funny. Just a stream. Go ahead. He said he You're felt, the king of kings. He said he felt seaworthy <laughs> and had a sea feeling in a country that was covered in snow. Yep, that's Pittsfield. Uh, he wrote in 1850. He wrote in 1850 the year he made, he made the area his home. Maybe you should have brought your glasses, huh? I can read without my glasses and they're used for far away. I look... I look out my window and more. Can you read this? <laughs> I don't know. I look. I look out my window in the morning when I rhyme. <laughs> when I rise, as I would at a porthole of the ship in my in the Atlantic. My room seems. My room seems a ship's cabin, and at night I wake up to wake up and hear the winds screeching. I almost fancy that there is too much sail on a house, on a house that I might go on the roof and rig the chimney for a sail. Rig the chimney for a sail. That sounds like a song. Oh my God! 
It's time to play the game. No, it's not. Anyways, the farmhouse is featured in was featured in the magazine, and they're having tours and stuff. If anybody is interested on visiting Arrowhead, you have how they get the, what their what their prices are and no, what their tours are, or email address that they can send out email to hey i want to join your tour because i want to see lemmy i mean i heard about melville what the heck is up with you and lee you and fucking lemmy today, i know i got dude. into that voice this morning we did that uh, the you're not I was allowed doing to do that no more before we were on the air and uh, it's like, as i waited for the last few minutes you're so not went, allowed to do so it we in went live and then <laughs> you're not allowed to do it anymore why not uh motorhead is preserved and motorhead <laughs> Good <laughs> <Shut laughs> <up. laughs> live radio, folks. There you Shut go. Shut up. <laughs> Thanks to him and his fucking motorhead stuff. <coughs> Arrowhead is preserved and maintained <laughs> by the Berkshire Community, Berkshire County Historical Association. Tours are available beginning and being booked through May 2021. So, holy crap, they have a lot of reservations. Uh, with limits on the visitor, with limits on the number of visitors for each tour, uh, following the opening and operating guidelines in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Please call or email the Berkshire County Historical Society. No, I do not have an email address or a phone number. I'm or, sorry, guys. Or, or, or Motorhead. Hi, we're funny today. <laughs> we are so funny. I, I caught her out there. We she, funny. She yeah, it's because you kept saying Motorhead. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'm serious business here. The FCC has agreed with the ARRL and other commenters that it's proposed $50 fee for certain amateur radio applications was too high to account for the minimal staff involvement in these so applications. One. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. In a report and order released on December 29th, the FCC scaled back to $35 the fee for new license applications. A special temporary authority Request a rule authority. waiver, request a license renewal application, and a vanity sign application. All fees are per application. There, there will be no fees for administrative updates, such as changing, change of mailing or email address. This fall, the ARRL filed comments in firm opposition to the FCC proposal to improvise a fifth impose. English, English. English. Yeah, let me to impose a $50 fee Dude. on amateur radio licenses and application fees and urge its members to follow suit. As the FCC noted in its uh, R&O, although some commenters supported the proposed $50 fee as reasonable and fair, ARRL and many individual commentators... Individual uh, commentators. Commenters argued that there was no cost-based justification for application fees in the amateur radio service. The fee and proposal was contained 
in a notice of proposed rulemaking in MD docket ET uh, 2270, which was adopted to implement portions of the Repack Airways Yielding Better Access to Users of Modern Services Act of 2018. Mm. The so-called Ray Bombs Act, after reviewing the record, including the extensive comments filed by amateur radio licenses, and based on our revised analysis of the cost of processing most automated processes discussed in our methodology section, we adopt the $35 application fee, a lower application fee than the commission proposed in the NPRM for personal licenses in recognition of the fact that the application process is mostly automated. The FCC said in the R&O, we adopt the proposal from the, N from the NPRM to assess no additional application fees for minor modifications or administration updates, which also are highly automated. The FCC said it received more than 197,000 personal license applications in 2019, which includes not only ham radio license applications, but commercial radio operator licenses and GMRS licenses. The FCC turned away the arguments of some commenters that the FCC should exempt amateur radio licenses. The FCC started, stated that it has no authority to create an exemption, which is crap by the way they can it's the FCC mm -hmm. where none presently exists the FCC also disagreed with those who argued that amateur radio licenses should be exempt from fees because their public service contribution during emergencies and disasters we are very much aware of these liable and important services amateur radio licenses provide to the American public the FCC said but noted that the specific exemptions provided under Section 8 of the so-called Ray Bombs Act requiring the FCC to assess the fees do not apply to amateur radio personal licenses. Emergency communications, for example, are voluntary and are not required by our rules, the FCC noted. As we have noted previously, while the value of the amateur radio service to the public as a voluntary non-commercial communication service particularly with respect to providing emergency, this is a long-winded article, <laughs> emergency <laughs> communications is one of the underlying principles of the amateur service. The amateur service is not an emergency service. Oh, my Lord, how much longer is this? All right, well, that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah, you get, you get to the gist of it. That was the gist. But 35, I mean, $35 is still um, a lot of, a lot of money to to people, and, and I'm not talking about all the people that, all the amateur radio operators that, you know, have been here for 175 years. <laughs> but we're talking about the ones that are just starting out. Yeah. Fifteen dollars for your license. Yep. Thirty-five dollars to get your license. Well, fifteen for the test. Thirty-five for the. Thirty-five now to get your license. That's even before you even get a radio. Yep, and another additional thirty-five if you want a vanity call. And as what another fee you have to do if you want to join and if you want to join a league. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, they forgot that little part too. And also on top. Right. And also on top. And and also on top of that, your dues to pay if you want to join a club. Well, uh, right. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you. You we forgot. So we you're always, did, we, we so you're dishing out. Part. So you're dishing out almost two hundred dollars at that point in time before you even touch a radio. Right. We always forget that part. They, they they forget. Okay, fine. You don't have to join the league. Okay, we've got that. But because uh, well, apparently the league's not helping us do anything because <laughs> they're, they're, we we pay them a spectrum defense fund. Okay. Which is a separate spectrum story fund. in and of itself. They uh. collect money because they're supposed to defend the spectrum uh. to make sure that nobody else gets our spectrum. Uh. Well, they failed, mm. which is another story because 5G just got a big portion of our spectrum. Yeah. So the, the, so the ARRL is kind of failing on the mm. defense fund. A little bit, yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, if you want to join the league, that's another 50 bucks. Um, I'm not saying don't join the league, but really they're not doing anything for you. Uh, <laughs> you can you can if you want to. It's, it, it, it's pretty much about politics, and I can go you can join. You can join the league if you want to. If you don't want to join the league, that's up to you also. Yeah, it's pretty much about politics. I can go another hour and a half, two but hours, telling you about what happened to me oh, in, I bet. In, in the league. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. I was there for those people who are not there. Trust me, it, it, it's one hell of a story. Uh, we, we might bring that story up at some point. Mm, okay. All right, we're going to go to the break, and when we come back, we're going to do a little bit more news, but we have this little thing for people who don't know what DMR is. We're going to mm. teach them what DMR is. You're listening to Ham on on WTBR. You hear that, Boris? I'm not deaf, Natasha. Dumb, maybe, but not deaf. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. At Pittsville Community Television, we have a saying. Anyone can learn to create television. With the support of trained production staff, we can teach you how to professionally operate a camcorder, use editing software to tell a story, work as a team in a production studio, and take those skills into the community. If you've been curious as to how video production works, we'd love to have you as a member. Visit us online at pittsfieldtv.org or call us at 445-4234 for more information. Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives, and we're in a hurry to get to where we need to be. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You could be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they want to go safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR ...to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234... Or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Is it possible to two Utes? Uh, uh, to what? What? Uh, did you say Utes? Yeah, two Utes. 
What is a Ute? <laughs> W-T-B-R. Okay, and we're back, and I'm having a little Hello. bit of trouble on the new phone trying to sign You're into... You're having a little bit of trouble trying on the Trying to sign into the network here. Oh, yeah? So, we may not be able to do what I wanted to do. Uh, because I might not be able to do what you wanted to do. Go ahead and do your other story while I kind of... If you have to, do it off the data. Very easy. Uh, after 40... Uh, what was it? Uh, no, 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 no. Wrong one. Uh, contester and log software... Logging software developer David Prudit uh, K8CC of Allen Park, Michigan, died on December 29th, and ARRL member, he was 66, um, although slowed in recent, although slowed in recent years by health issues, he is considered to have been a significant contributor to the contesting community, uh, while obtaining the storm, while obtaining the search code for the Connecticut contest logger, Prude, Prude wrote new code and his NA, NA software breathed new life into the, into the program, expanding it to accommodate multiple contesters, said uh, contester uh, Jim Kane, K1TN. Earlier, Prude had, had developed a program to check logs for duplicate uh, contacts that ran on a Radio Shack computer. He was the log, log checker for the ARRL uh, 10 meter and 160 meter contest chair. Uh, Chaired the Michigan QSO party and was a long member of the long member of the Mad River Mad River Road Club in Finlay, Ohio. He served as editor for <sighs> editor for the National Co National Contest Journal. Sorry for the yawn. Uh, the NCJ uh, for several years when contester Ren Randy Thomas K5 K5ZD was the publisher and later um, was the publisher and later after a WRL soon publication of the of the magazine he was a guy. He was a guy who got things done. Thomas said, in a uh, post post to Q uh, CQ contest reflector. Uh, Pruitt also operated from the Car also operated from the Caribbean on many occasions and has participated in the 19 1996 World Radio Sport Team. Championship, which stands in, which stands stock on K5GO 
who called him an inspiration. Seventy three. He was the king of kings. No. Uh, no. I got my thing fixed. I had to go back to the other one. The technical problem has been solved in the oh, studio, folks. Good. All right. So before I'm, I'm going to do my rant a little bit later because we got time, but I wanted to do this. Mm. This is this is about nine okay. minutes long. A lot of people are on DMR nowadays uh -huh. because you can talk to the world on your technician class license, uh -huh. and you don't have to have put up antennas. You don't um, have to. Yeah. Fight with HOAs. All you have to have is a hotspot and just like a yeah, radio. just like where we live, we can't. Just like where we where we live, we can't really have antennas like that. Yeah, just a hotspot and a DMR radio. I used to be on DMR to my hotspot gave up, so yeah, I, I'm gonna have to get a new hotspot. Yeah, and you kind of can't put any antennas up without a smoke alarm going ahead and going off and going. Evacuate, evacuate, smoke intimate because somehow when you get on 75, it makes them, it makes the darn smoke alarm go off. I'm still trying to figure that one out because of motorhead. Yeah, really, we are motorhead, really, because of motorhead. You're listening to Lenny or Hamon or motorhead or something. You're listening to something here on WTVR FM. You're listening to Hamon on WTVR. You. That's what I was thinking. And for. this is the reason, and this is the reason why we have to go ahead and constrict his coffee consumption because he gets really, really hyper. I no more coffee for you. Plenty of coffee. No more coffee for you. Plenty of coffee. No more coffee for you. All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go do this. Um, what is DMR? So stick around, and we'll be back on Yay. the other side of this. Cover the following points: the different tiers of DMR, features it has, which analog FM doesn't have, how DMR works, color codes, and talk groups. DMR is a digital voice standard for two-way radio. Because it is a standard, it means that many manufacturers make DMR radios that should interoperate with each other. DMR is often incorrectly referred to as Moto Turbo. Moto Turbo is actually Motorola's range of DMR product, which of course use the DMR standard. Other common digital voice standards include P25, Tetra, NXDN and DPMR. DMR has three tiers ranging from license-free low-power handhelds that work back-to-back -back only all the way up to wide-area trunking networks. In this video we will discuss only Tier 2, which is the tier of DMR that's most commonly used in business and amateur systems. Tier 2 DMR has no power limit and works in simplex mode as well as conventional repeater mode. Conventional meaning not trunked. In this video, I will assume you already have a basic understanding of how FM two-way radio works. DMR is very comparable to narrow FM. It uses the same bandwidth channels, can use the same repeater offsets, and is primarily used for conveying voice. This is not a coincidence. Tier 2 DMR was designed so it could be used as a replacement for narrow FM repeaters, this means that you can connect a new DMR repeater to the same antenna and cavities as the old repeater and not have to change the frequencies on your license. 
Although DMR is similar to FM in some ways, it is also a lot more advanced. As well as being used for voice, it can transfer data such as telemetry, GPS data and text messages between radios. DMR also has some other supplementary services such as Radio Stun and Revive which deactivate the radio and can reactivate it again in case the radio is lost or stolen. Radio Check which checks if a radio is on the channel and in range. Remote Monitor which allows you to listen into another radio and call alert which causes the called radio to sound an alert tone and show on screen who has called them. DMR is a digital voice standard. This means instead of modulating a carrier with your voice, it modulates the carrier with digital data containing your voice. A vocoder is used to convert the voice from a sound wave to a stream of bits that represent the voice. This stream of bits is then used to modulate the carrier. At the other end, the carrier is demodulated and out comes the stream of bits. This is fed into the vocoder again, which converts it back to voice that we can understand. The benefit of using a vocoder is that the voice takes up less data. So instead of requiring one whole 12.5 kHz channel, it might only require half of that to send the voice. This is exactly the case in DMR. It splits a channel into two time slots. This is called TDMA, which stands for Time Division Multiple Access. The channel is split into alternating 30 millisecond slots. If you look at this from the point of view of one radio, it will transmit for 30 milliseconds, and then not transmit for the next 30, and so on. The user doesn't notice this though, because enough of the data that represents his or her voice is compressed into one time slot to be played continuously at the other end. So it takes 60 milliseconds of voice and compresses it to send it in 30 milliseconds. A DMR radio will only listen to traffic on the time slot it is programmed to use on any particular channel. It will ignore traffic on the other time slot. It essentially treats the other time slot as a completely separate channel. The radios using time slots have to be in agreement as to the exact timing of each slot, otherwise they would probably overlap when they transmit. When using a repeater, this timing synchronization is provided by the repeater. In simplex mode, however, time slots do not matter because there is no repeater to provide synchronization. You can select either time slot on your radio on simplex channels and still hear other users on both time slots. As well as using time slots, DMR radios use these things called color codes. It's not as complicated as it sounds and actually has nothing to do with color. Color codes are simply a way of filtering out any other DMR traffic. A radio or repeater will only listen for and decode traffic that has the same color code it has been programmed for. Any radio traffic with a different color code will be completely ignored. This is similar to CTCSS and DCS on Analog FM. The purpose of color codes is so that multiple repeaters or radio systems can be set up on one channel in different areas and users will not accidentally transmit into another business's repeater if they enter its coverage area. Another piece of information needed by a DMR radio is the talk group. 
Any user who calls on the channel will usually be talking on a talk group, or a group for short. If they're not talking on a group, then they'll be making a private call to a specific radio, or an all call to all users on the system. All calls are usually not used in routine operations. Private calls are made possible by radio IDs. Each radio on a system should have a unique ID, which is programmed into the radio. When another user wants to make a private call, they will either input the radio ID they want to call, or select them from a contact list, just like on a phone. On any time slot there can be many talk groups in use, but only one can be in use at any one time. I will now show you an example of a possible radio configuration in a small city to show you how talk groups, time slots and colour codes could be set up. Slot 1, group 1 may be parking wardens. The radio system installer may choose to dedicate one time slot just to parking wardens because they talk a lot on the radio. On time slot 2 there may be groups 1 and 2 used for street cleaners and pest control. Only one of these groups could use the time slot at any one time, but they would not hear irrelevant radio traffic because their radios would only pass on traffic directed at their group. The system installer may decide that these two can share a time slot because neither of them spend a lot of time talking on the radio, so it's unlikely that they would want to speak at the same time. On top of that, their radio traffic will probably not be urgent, so it does not matter if they have to wait for another group to finish talking. This system would also have a colour code which all the radios and the repeater would be set to. I have covered the basics of DMR in this video. There are some more complicated features of DMR that were not covered, but this video should have provided enough information to get you up and running with DMR. If you found this video useful, I'd really appreciate it if you could click the thumbs up. Alright, so, a little a, a little upspeed on, on DMR there. A little upspeed on DMR. A little upspeed. Well, last week, and I'm still getting into my rant, I'm going to wait a few more minutes, but, okay. last, but last week on this show, we did the In Memoriam. Yeah, it was four did. pages long. Yes. And if you want to hear that again, go up to the, to the podcast on WTBRFM. But we're going to start with, uh, we have a couple here. Uh, first is hmm. the first casualty of 2021, Tanya Roberts, uh, who yeah. was dead, and then she wasn't, and then she was again. And it reminds me of It reminds me of the Friends episode where, where Ross and Monica's Nana, you know, she, she may have died. She may have died? We're checking into it. Yes. I'm sorry. That's what it reminds me of. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm but so sorry. Tanya Roberts, um, I forgot the show she was on. And it reminds you of that episode, too. But she, she's the first um, victim of 2021. Yes. I, I, I forget. And, and we don't usually do amateur radio silent keys on this show, but you have one. I, get, I did the silent key. Where was when I? you were having technical difficulties, I did the silent key. Oh. oh. Is that my blonde moment? We have nothing to talk about. I did the silent key. 20, yeah. minute, 20 minutes of watching each other. Yes. Yes. 
he yes he was the developer for the sure. so, for the so, software for um no for American software. Okay, so rant time. Da, 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 da. And it was and it was on a Radio Shack computer. I didn't know Radio Shack made computers. Yeah, Tandy. Oh, holy crap. Tandy was a Radio Shack computer. Really? Yeah. I know. Um, I know they carried the. Uh, you see, I know they carried your CBs and the scanners. Oh yeah, they made. They made. They made. Pieces. Yeah, and there. Yes, and there's a wonderful story that you have about them scanners. Wonderful story. Yes, yes, yes. W what's the wonderful story? I, I have a lot of stories. You just don't have enough time to do them all. The wonderful story where you went ahead, where you went ahead, you're waiting for the cab. That wasn't for the scanner. That was for the CB. Okay, it was so for you CB. messed it up before we even. Wait, wait. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Okay, I'm sorry. You're waiting for your CB. You're waiting for the cab to go get your CB. At the West at the Westgate one. Right, before you Albany. do that, before you do that, we were joking the other day. Yes. About twenty twenty. Yes. Okay. So just What is the first rule of twenty twenty one? We do not speak of twenty twenty. But wait, but what here. Oh no. It's time to let old things die. Snoke. Skywalker. The Sith, the Jedi, the Rebels, let it all die. Yes. And ears is correct, yes. I'm sorry. So, 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 so what, 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 does, what does this thing about me going to get the CB back in like 1982 have to do with Tandy Computers? It just reminds me of, re it just reminds me of Radio Shack and how you went ahead and slice your hand open on the rim, on the uh, root beer bottle, and you went ahead, and you went ahead, and you're like, I'm still going to Radio Shack. I don't care. No, be, well, because the CB was like $150 for 40 channel AM Midland. See, and, see, and, and, see, no, 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 played out for radio. Yeah, I, I've given my blood for radio, literally. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't going to pass up the deal. Really? Really. Really. So my mom, who insisted I needed stitches, which I didn't go do because... Yes, because she was a registered nurse and would know. And I am who I am. So Math. she packed me up in a pressure bandage. And I proceeded over to Westgate plaza in albany at the radio shack mm -hmm. to go get said scanner mm -hmm. or said so you got me doing it now said cb mm -hmm. got out of the cab almost bled out and passed out but i still got my cb didn't i really really you're gonna be hospitalized for a scam for a cb i give my life blood for radio apparently that's why I do this show every week. Yes, yes, and, I know. And get up at the butt crack of dawn. Yes. To do this show. Yes. You were the chosen one. Really? It was said that you would destroy the Sith, not join them. Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness. 
I didn't join the SIF, I just don't do well in beige. Just don't do well in beige? Beige, 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 hey, it is know, a color! Hey, you know, uh, we, we've done a lot of the Star Wars ones, yes. and, and we're, we're having fun here. Yes. I, we, I've never done this one, and I had, I've had this one for so long, what? so wait a minute. Captain, Voyager 6 disappeared to what they used to call a black hole. It must have emerged on the far side of the galaxy. And fell into the machine planet's gravitational field. The machine inhabitants found it to be one of their own kind. Primitive, yet kindred. They discovered its simple 20th century programming. Collect all data possible. Learn all that is learnable. Return that information to its creator. Precisely, Mr. Decker. The machines interpreted it literally. They built this entire vessel so that Voyager could actually fulfill its programming. And on its journey back, it amassed so much knowledge, it achieved consciousness itself. It became a living thing. I forget what what it is. Yeah, I remember. That was from Star Trek the Motion Picture. Thank you. 1979. And it actually won the Academy Award for yeah, Best Special Effects. Yeah, and and the thing is, is when I did the the local story, you wanna what you said about Khan, it reminded me my te- our my teacher in sixth grade. As we were re- as we were reading, uh, Moby Dick decided to go ahead and play that Star Wars, play the whole entire Star Wars film, just for Star Trek. Star Trek film. There's a difference. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know there's a there difference. There is a difference. See, you got me saying Star Wars and Star Trek. There oh my god. There is a difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Yes, I know. There's a big difference. Just, just keep that in mind. Anyway. Yes. Let's. We uh, watched a whole entire Star Trek movie just for the Ricardo Montalban quote. Just from the quote movie deck. I breathe my. I stab at thee as I breathe my last, or something like that. With my last breath, I stab at thee, the damned whale. So there. Because and the thing is, I had to write it. I had to go ahead and write it down on my test because yes, there was a test on Herman Melville. And Moby Dick, and it was and it was a bone and it was a bonus part if you got the quote correct. And guess who got the quote correct? Do, 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 do. Me. Cause you're the king of kings. I am not the king of kings. It's time to play the game. Oh my god. I <laughs> that hurt. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did your brain telling you to stop? That's my brain saying, that's enough of doing Lemmy. Just get through the last 15 minutes of the show and go and take a nap. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the break. And then when we come back, we'll have my rant again. If you didn't blow out your voice. <laughs> about the FCC and this $35 
stuff. Because I'm trying to be nice. We will be back. You're listening to Ham On on WTBR. You hear that, Boris? I'm not deaf, Natasha. Dumb, maybe, but not deaf. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Do you suffer from the heartbreak of brain rot, feeling bored, sluggish, listless, not had a new idea in days? Using electronic gizmos without a clue why they work. Now there's help. Ham Radio, guaranteed to stimulate your corroding neurons and open a whole new world of excitement. To learn more about Ham Radio, go to helloradio.org. Side effects of Ham Radio usage include mental stimulation, desire for education, new career paths, understanding of technology, and cases of addiction have been reported. If you experience any of these symptoms, you're welcome. Ham Radio. It's not your granddaddy's radio anymore. Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives, and we're in a hurry to get to where we need to be. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You could be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they want to go safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Well, hello. Hi. Wow, you are looking fabulous. Is that a Gucci handbag? And your shoes are gorgeous. They're Italian leather. This skirt is Chanel, and I treated myself to this Tiffany bracelet, too. Did you get a raise? I wish. No, I got all this and more at Catwalk Boutique. Catwalk Boutique? That's right. I got the Gucci handbag and Chanel skirt at the Great Barrington location and the Tiffany bracelet at the Lennox store. Well, you have to tell me about Catwalk Boutique. You will love it. It's an upscale resale shop for women. They have something for everyone, from casual to designer, and Everything in the shop is donated. Best of all, 100% of the proceeds benefit Berkshire Humane Society. (laughs) I think Mitzi approves. I have to check it out. I'm headed there now. Want to join? The shop is dog-friendly, so Mitzi can come too. Oh, absolutely. Catwalk Boutique. The more you shop, the more animals you save. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at catwalkboutique.org. We ain't the best. Bummer. But we sure sound like it. We're bringing you the best mix of music. So get focused. WTBR. I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. The resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I killed you... I will have killed the last Jedi. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war is just 
beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. Mark Hamill and, and Adam Driver as yeah, Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren. Yes, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, whatever the, you want to call him. So, third, so we went from, we started this thing, that's my rant went time. From, it's, ten, it's ten minutes in. Uh, we, it, it's rant time. Yes. $50 was proposed. Now yes. it's down to 35 And you had brought up a very good point yes. earlier in the broadcast. You really did. If you add up, just add up. All the costs. No, wait a minute. You add up the fifteen dollars to sit in front of a computer on Zoom and take your test. Yep. Thirty-five. Thirty-five dollars for the FCC to punch a couple of buttons to give you a call sign. That's over fifty right there. Then you're talking about adding another fifty to join the league. So that's a hundred. That's uh, and then what else do we talk about? That's over a hundred. That's a hundred. And then if you want to join a club, then you want to join a club like Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club, which I very highly recommend you join. Yes, no bark. No bark. Speaking of that, and you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues when you join, and you know, and what a year in. Yeah, you, you got to pay your dues. Yeah, you get a free year from from no bark if you pass your test. Yeah. But then you gotta pay. But it's only twenty bucks. Yeah. So, speaking think of about before that. before I go on the tirade, and that is all, wait. and that is before, and that is what almost two hundred before you even go ahead and have a radio in your hand. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I just I wanted to bring because you brought this up. Yeah. It's January. Uh huh. We are six months away from field day, uh-huh. and the possibility of actually having field day without COVID being involved. Yay. So, in all my glory. In all your glory. It, 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 on the No Bark on-air meeting uh-huh. last week. Yes. And they were talking about the upcoming things, and somehow... And somehow you got elected. Eric shanghai me into doing the uh, field day... Again, uh, we're trying to. It wasn't uh, even in Shanghai. It was just, yeah, Peter will do it. It was no. It was hi, Peter. Remember Field Day? We tried this last year. It didn't quite work out so well with COVID. Let's so do it again. We're going to try it again this year. Uh, I, I know you want to do it. I really know you want to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, here we are on the nine one repeater, and I can't say no because we're on the air. Uh-huh. So yeah, I got Shanghai. Anyway, Field Day is is approaching. Yes, and I need to get since I'm kind of doing it now. I need to start getting a list of operators together. So any anybody and, and anybody can do this. You don't have to have a license. You don't have to be I an know. amateur radio operator. You come up to the site. Just if you're interested in radio. Yeah, if you're interested in radio, if you come up to the site. Um. We'll uh, we'll put you on the radio and uh, and and you and uh, any operator that wants to operate field day and the dates will be announced because we're only in January and this isn't till June. Yeah. So it's like the last weekend in June. So I whatever the last weekend in June is. But if any amateur radio operator is interested in working field day. Mm-hmm. Drop me an email, kd2jkv at gmail.com. And yeah. anybody and any person 
that wants to learn what amateur radio is all about live can come up to field day. We can put you on the radio, and you can actually operate. This is the one day because we're using the club's call, and the club is an, is an extra call. So we're using the club's yep. call, and anybody can come up and operate. We'll put you on the radio for a little while, and yeah. you can actually talk to the world, or at least yeah. talk across talk across the country. Yeah, and I helped you log field day one one time I, I was in charge of the keyboard and helping to pick out the uh, call signs underneath underneath the noise floor. Trust me, it's it, it it's kind of one it's really cool to pick it out on the noise floor, but it gets annoying after a while because all you hear is noise and you're like, where is that little call sign? Come on! You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I Hi. So, anybody who wants to operate field day can uh, get a hold of me, kd2jkv yep. at gmail.com. As you were going, your rant. And my rant, yes. So, you, you add, and even if you add the league and the club into it, you're talking well over a hundred bucks oh, yeah. to do this. Oh, yeah. We don't make any money. No. We're not allowed to make money. No, you're not. If And the fact is that if I got paid to do this show, I couldn't do this show. Because it's an yeah, amateur radio show. Yeah, because uh, amateur radio is involved. We're not allowed to make... The amateur radio operators are not allowed to make money off the show. So or uh, off the that's hobby. Why I'm on, that's why it's on community radio. Because I do this FOC. And also on, top, and also on top of that, we wouldn't go ahead and leave our station for anything. Yeah, they they, they have to drag me out of this station, <laughs> kicking, kicking and screaming. <laughs> and, 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 and it's true, and I thought about this. If either of my shows get syndicated, which I seriously doubt this one's going to get do, syndicated, yeah. but if for some strange reason that these shows whatever, would ever get syndicated, I would really have a hard time taking this show somewhere else. Oh, I wouldn't. I, you know, like yeah. PIX 106 mm-hmm. or, or, or 102.7 KISS, 98.7 KISS, whatever it is. Because this show, these shows were born at this station. Exactly. These shows belong people. on this station. Because they were born in this station. Because these shows would not work anywhere else no. but on this station. Exactly. Because the crew in the back is just as nutty as we are, <laughs> as the on-air talent is on this station. So. And <laughs> yes, and everybody here is like family, and I wouldn't be so, able to go ahead and... $35. We don't make money off of this. So that's money coming out of our pocket. We can't yeah. sell books. We can't sell CDs. We nope. can't charge for public service events. No. We can't charge for meet and greets. No. We can't charge for any of this stuff. No. Right? Yeah. Even when I go and do the remote testing, I have to pay for the Zoom, and then the ARRL reimburses me. Yeah. So the Zoom money comes out of my pocket, I am. and then the ARRL says you can take it out of the test fees. Yeah. However. However. Yeah, you know, all these all these new people, especially now in the time of COVID, when nobody's really working all that much, and, and the country's kind of hurting. Now you want to charge 
$35 for somebody at the FCC who probably doesn't do anything all day to push four buttons. I am. Give me $35. I'll, pull, I'll, pull, I'll push four buttons for you. <laughs> <coughs> I, oh, push, I, I push buttons for an hour here. Ain't nobody giving me $35. Oh, I know. But it, it, it's it's going to... Do you find that a lot of people aren't going to get licensed anymore? Or, or that they're just... And then... And then they're going to uh, let guess, their license expire. And another point I'm, I come across is that that's all before you even touch a radio. And then you have to go ahead and dish up and find out what radio you want and dish up the money for that. Right, because, oh, Lord help you if you get a bowfang because then yeah. everybody's going to jump on you left and right because they're the cheapest radios, but yeah. they're good radios. I have one. I use it. I don't care. Yeah, I know. Then that's the thing. Until the FCC says I can't use it, I will be using it. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know. Because people are like, no, you the, uh, And if you look, and if you look at the, if you look at um, a couple of the uh, Facebook posts, <coughs> like like Amateur Radio Newsline, mm. every day that list of silent keys gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Go into QST and you'll see the whole list of silent keys from the previous month before. Wake up, people. Hey, FCC, you're killing the radio service. You already gave part of our content away or part of our bandwidth away. Now you're going to drag people away because you want to charge $35 for an amateur radio license when we don't make any money. Yep. We are volunteers. This is a hobby. Yeah, yep. Just, yeah, just because this that I'm, path led me to this path that I, I sit in a radio studio every week and do this show and do the other show for my other radio studio at home. Doesn't mean it's going to work for you. No. I've been in radio all my life in one form or another. Uh, yeah, you have. This is the... This is, the, the, the pinnacle is top tier. of it. This is top tier. When you can go from CB radio to business radio, because I work for AAA, to amateur radio, and now to broadcast FM. Yes. <coughs> Even though it's community radio, it's still broadcast FM. We're broadcasting 350 watts to most of Berkshire County. Yep. It, yes. all, it, it works for me. Yeah, it does. So my whole legacy will be radio for <laughs> from from CB and you radio. You any other way from CB radio to WTBR FM. I we, we only got a couple minutes, but and you wouldn't have it any other way. <coughs> you don't need Luke Skywalker. Oh God! <laughs> yes, I can do that for another four minutes. I think so, <laughs> but it, it makes no sense. And and you know, you know, even here we pay. $25 or $20, $25 to be a member of PCTV and WTBR. Yeah. For that money, look what we get to do. Yes, I know. I give them 25 bucks a year. This is what they let me do. <laughs> Three hours of radio a week. All right, we got to go. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at the time. We're like, we're, so 73, Peter and Jessica, 73. and we will see you.